Hey, welcome to Garage Talk. As always, I'm Conrad. Let's go. I'm Ted. It's time to rock and roll. Hey, Teddy. Today in the garage, uh, we have with us from the Gas City Brewing Company, not a bartender, not a beer sommelier, but a fan of the barley and hops, a fan of beer, Vince Sly. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey. Thanks for coming. <laughs> we appreciate you. Settle down, people. Uh, we appreciate you coming on and uh, hanging out with us. Awesome. Um, do us a favor and give us a little bit of your background. Where are you from, man? Okay, so uh, originally the West Coast. I know, I know. <laughs> Everybody's going to say the West Coast. Well, he must be liberal. He must be. Uh... <laughs> but no, really, uh, the West Coast, uh, let's say the uh, South Lake Tahoe corridor to Sacramento and then to San Francisco. Yeah, so that was that's my lineage. Um, yeah, and I'm in Indiana now because, uh, as we all know, there was what some people would say is a zombie apocalypse <laughs> that took place in 2019, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and it, family brings us, brings us home. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Indiana is plan B. You know, California is all, it's a great place. Mm -hmm. um, it plan is, B. It is now uh, in flux. And I, again, uh, Indiana is a place of family and new experiences. You know, mm -hmm. life is an adventure. And everybody should, should if you have an adventure to California, it's a must. It's yeah, the it West is. Coast. It's not as liberal as you all think. <laughs> Just saying. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so here I am in Indiana, in Gas City. Uh, as you spoke before, I'm uh, working in the fantastic and always jovial Gas City Brewery. That place is, uh, it's, it's becoming a, a place where the people are gathering. Correct. And that's really what a watering hole mm -hmm. is for, is for people of all ages um and like yeah. like-minded people uh that enjoy a good ale a good pint good conversation um i don't remember the song from cheers but if yeah. we had a uh a backtrack we could probably yeah where everybody knows your name mm -hmm. and that's essentially really what we want to strive for and we've always wanted to strive for yeah. um, is to welcome people in and give them the experience that they don't really get to have a lot of the times. Right. So how many times does someone need to come in before you remember their name? Oh, geez. Um, it just depends on the tip. Well, not <laughs> very good. Well, that helps. That definitely helps. You know, uh, to be honest, um, that's a hard that's a hard question to answer because everybody has their own unique way of of ordering a drink or expecting to drink or um, enjoying beer. And I'm gonna say three or four, but don't quote me on that. Okay. Um, you know, again, we have. We have such a diverse client base um, of locals, of fans of craft beer, 
uh, that travel uh, to breweries from far off lands mm -hmm. <laughs> that find us um, on, on, on the web, you know, uh -huh. the great white web, uh, wide, wide web. Not necessarily white, but white. Just to be clear. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> we, what was the question again? How many times did, uh, Oh, how many uh, times? Yeah. But, I, you know, yeah, but it's, it's weird. It depends on, you know, it really, it really depends on how often people like to come in. Um, yeah. you get to know the locals mm -hmm. and thank God because they really are the backbone of creating and helping us maintain such a great vibe for a small business mm -hmm. in middle America that happens to serve craft beer, yeah. which is still uh, a lot of people, I don't know if they realize that it is, it's a niche business. Mm -hmm. And while we hear the numbers, craft breweries are everywhere and there's a renaissance of craft brewery and not all breweries are the same. No. Okay. No. Um, and we just, you know, we're, we're fortunate and lucky enough to have people with passion that either brew the beer, run the business, sell the beer, and of course, drink the beer. <laughs> um, me being one of them. Cheers that's, to you guys. Yeah, that's what we're doing yeah, right now. Know, I'm actually drinking uh, a bit of the Argyle Scottish Ale crafted beautifully by Gas City Brewery. Exactly. It's like the spotted rat that Conrad and I are yeah. sipping on. Well, right now I'm uh, with the Coors family, but uh, I'll, I'm going to be going back Which to the Which is a fine rat. Colorado Pilsner, by the way. Yeah. Listen to that. It's very delicious and, and refreshing. <laughs> now that's, you know, so, so Vince, you know, working at the brewery, mm -hmm. you're kind of like a barber. A bit. Because you guys know everything, right? Well, or, you know, or you're we told get, everything. We get told, yes. <laughs> we are the arbitrators of news. Um, and a lot of conversations that take place are from high to low. So mm -hmm. we get conversations about local politics and national politics to pipes freezing because it's butt chilling cold at the moment. <laughs> Pretty much. And, you know, so yeah, so we, we, you know, we are somewhat of a barber. Um, we hear a lot of stuff. Uh -huh. And not all of it's important. Well, <laughs> to them it is, but. There are, well, uh, you know, true. And true. that's where you have to turn into a counselor. That's where, you know, that's where just listening is right. important. Mm -hmm. People, people want to be heard mm -hmm. and people want, they don't want therapy. They right. just want to have a place that they can come and kick it, have a couple of beers, talk to some people and look forward to tomorrow, mm -hmm. you know, or whatever might be happening that evening. Right. Um, yeah. So we, as bartenders, we've. We are sort of a a sounding board yeah. for a lot of a lot of things, a lot of people, a lot of instances um, where we just we listen. Yeah. 
yeah. and we nod and we <laughs> approve or we disapprove and hopefully there isn't conflict um yeah but how often do you deal with conflict in a in in the craft brewery um setting because i like so craft brewery uh they kind of began in the 1960s and increased in prop- popularity with homebrew right you mm-hmm. know in the 70s and then the micro breweries really boomed in the in the 90s right how often do you do you deal with not often i mean the only time we really deal with conflict is if we're out of something or if something does if we blow a keg and somebody's a fan hardcore fan mm-hmm. a uh, a true lover of a specific style of beer the upheaval is palpable and uh, we have had situations where we've not had a specific beer that is loved on tap for a moment because we're continually brewing yeah. all the time. Right. Um, that really is the only conflict that we ever have. Are there um, expectations when people walk through the door? Hey, um, if there's not Boomtown Blonde or Spotted Rat in here, I'm leaving. Or, con- conflict, you know no, but there is a... There's a uh, a attitude of well but that's the beer i like well there's a lot of beers that people like and so we try to we try to stay within a a, the reality of being a small scale brewery keeping great beer even if it's not the one that you are particularly looking for on tap and we have plenty of beers that we can steer you towards or away from Mm -hmm. if you do find that your favorite beer isn't presently on tap. I look at it like when I go into a, a brewery, I try, Vince, I do. I try to be open-minded, I try things. And you know what? It's okay if you don't like something. Correct. It, it is, it's okay if you don't like something. But when you go into a, a brewery that is you know, constantly you know, trying different brews and different things, you should kind of expect to not have whatever it is that you're looking to get to not be there. I've went to restaurants looking to get a a lobster mac and cheese, and every time they don't have it because that's, you know, what I'm thinking. Could that be a real popular dish that they do continue? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Strive to make? Yeah. But because people love it so much, it's gone. That yeah. it's gone. Yeah. And that you know that in business, that's what you want. You want to sell out. You right. want not to sell out in a quote unquote sell out, but yeah. it, you want to give people what they want. Uh-huh. And there are going to be those times when sometimes we're just out. Right. It's not that we are discontinuing it, but we're just temporarily out. Mm-hmm. And. That is something that you that in life we just all deal with. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. Some things are seasonal. Sometimes there's no milk at the grocery. That's right. You know, sometimes eggs are too expensive. <laughs> well, well, and, like, and like you said, you you guys can steer people in the right direction if they're out of what you want. There's probably something pretty similar, similar to what or, they like. Or there's a natural progression mm-hmm. from yeah. Yeah. different styles of beer to mm-hmm. other styles of beer. And that's what we've crafted and curated really mm-hmm. at the brewery that I currently work at is that we've got 
Pilsners to ales to Belgians to Hefeweizens to stouts and porters and your sours and sours, you know, and we don't necessarily do sours. We do guest taps of sours mm -hmm. because we just don't have the facility yep. and the scale <clears throat> to to brew uh, craft beer and sours because it is a completely different chemistry right. when it comes to sours. Mm -hmm. But we do try, you know, we we have uh, sister, uh, not sister breweries, but we have like breweries in the area that we ha have befriended and, mm -hmm. and we have... Um, sort of encouraged as they encourage us to uh to grow craft beer mm -hmm. and microbrew um into public consciousness and we <clears throat> excuse me we are working with them in tandem to uh really just spread the word of how craft beer and style of beer is you know beer is the number one uh drank uh, alcoholic beverage in the USA. Right. It is the number one. Mm -hmm. Milwaukee, I believe, is probably the city in the U.S. that drinks more beer than mm -hmm. anyone. I think Michigan might be, it might be between Milwaukee and, uh, and great towns in Michigan. Um, Michigan right now is probably per capita the largest, the largest, uh, brew capital in the u.s um and we are just uh, one state away people mm -hmm. you know that you know beer is like the most popular uh, alcoholic beverage right worldwide um but I, I can say like i think there's some there's some hoosiers that would make the u.s drinking team Beer drinking team, because I saw. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I mean, I know a couple. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and uh, go to Wisconsin and try and challenge anybody at the local pub, because you always have that one guy who. Yeah, oh, I saw Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> but, like to me, breweries, that they, they're just. It's just a whole different vibe than like your local beer bar. Right, right. Um, and, and that's and that's the atmosphere. That's something that we have really and most breweries are finding that you have there are there are people that are lovers of of the craft and and they're honest with you. If if it's not a style or if it's not a flavor that they find to be within the reality of, say, a Pilsner or a Hefeweizen, they will give you feedback. And that's something that when you go into a normal tap room or mm -hmm. uh, uh, a bar, you're not going to get that sort of feedback. Mm -hmm. And the feedback is something that's really important for, for us and for brewing in general is... There are, and it's consistency and staying consistent. You know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of if I have a favorite thing, say lobster mac and cheese mm -hmm. or a uh, porter, and I don't live in the area, but I remember this, it, it holds in my memory and I mm -hmm. go back <clears throat> and they've tweaked it or they've, 
change the recipe. Right. That is the consistency that, that I, I, I would like to see more prevalent. Um, because sometimes, sometimes things change and they, you know, we're always trying to improve things. Well, what's the adage? Uh, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't yeah. fix it. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, we are, we're, can nobody, you tinker with it? We're not perfect. Yeah. I mean, we tinker, I mean, we tinker and you know, we've got ingredients and you know, we've got, you know, input from other fantastic brewers that right. say, Hey, listen, I discovered this new hop or I've discovered this new fermentation process or there's new equipment out there, but there's, there's sort of that, that give and take, like, you know, we, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to make something that's enjoyed and loved mm -hmm. by the public. And let's just stay consistent with that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let's stay consistent with that. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of craft breweries that are brewing for small scale. And then there are breweries that, that really brew for large scale distribution. Mm -hmm. um, we at Gas City Brewery are craft beer lovers. So we're gonna brew for specific mm -hmm. styles and working into distribution is, is, you know, is something that we think about, but it's something that we work, Yeah, we work into small scale in about, a sense. About how many different kinds of brews do you guys have? Well, right, you know, right now we brew anywhere from 12 to 14. Okay. Um, so we'll have, you know, consistent, consistently we try to have about 12 beers that we brew on tap at all times. You know, there are going to be times where something's popular or, you know, we in situations where we have different festivals that we're attending or we have uh, events that take place, you know, over the summertime um, where we're at, uh, where we do, you know, we try to stay ahead of the curve and we don't, we, Try not to go into deficit, but there sometimes we just go into deficit where we we've got stuffs in we've got stuffs and brights and fermenters that are just about there <clears throat> that are just a couple of days out. Um, but yeah, there are times when we, you know, we we try not to ever go below ten beers. Mm -hmm. You know, we do, we definitely have ten beers on tap at all times, mm -hmm. uh, which you can find, you know, on uh, our website mm -hmm. um, at Facebook. Uh, we try to keep that sort of updated. So when people are coming from out of town, because yeah. we are, you know, in the middle of Indiana mm -hmm. and when people are looking online for breweries, the, they want to see what's available. Yep. And we try to make sure that that, that stays updated. Yeah. Um, you know, and you know, we're all human. Sometimes that doesn't, doesn't happen as consistently, mm -hmm. but we try, like I said, we try yeah. to stay on, on top of that, you know, in our social networking, um, and different avenues that we try to get out to the public, you know, those things are really important because yeah. that's because that's the world we live in now. Yeah. Since being in the Midwest, mm -hmm. what what differences in uh, beer drinking or craft beer drinking have you noticed? Um, I think we are, you know, I think we're in a the golden era of real of real good beer drinking. I think we have so many different 
types of breweries that are are crafting really great styles of beer. Um, I do know that there are, <clears throat> excuse me, a a large number of uh, IPAs. I think IPAs are in a renaissance right now. Um, really hoppy styles. <clears throat> and I think that a lot of that misconception of craft beers are that's all that's being brewed, mm -hmm. is really hoppy IPAs. And I, I think when people are looking at good craft beer microbreweries, they are looking for a variety. And like I said, I think we're in a IPA sort of renaissance right mm -hmm. now, but there, you know, that, that, I mean, there were, back in the 90s, I think we had a huge dark beer era mm -hmm. of porters and stouts and dunkles and great German style dark beers. Um, but that's going to be the ebb and flow of, of craft beer mm -hmm. and styles of beer making. And as people come into the business and as people grow their business and discover that trends are trends, but good beer making is really the most important part. And again, we've got, we've got IPAs, you know, that are fantastic. Um, but there are also breweries out there that just consistently do IPAs. Mm -hmm. And if that's their jam, that's their jam. But having that variety is, I think, where we're, where we're headed in, 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 in craft beer making. So, but something else, which is neat, that I see you guys up there. Not, I know you're involved, the owners are involved, but then you've got a lot of your regulars. You guys will get together on a weekend and go try out some new restaurant or some new right. brewery or just just the family atmosphere uptown has. You guys go road tripping? Yes, we they actually, do. yeah. <laughs> there are fancy restaurants too. Oh, really? Try them out. Okay, so I'm a lover of food yep. and I'm a lover of service mm -hmm. and customer service. Mm -hmm. Oh um, yeah. And we sit in a small portion of Indiana that, unfortunately isn't as, I'm going to say this, I'm going to probably get a lot of haters, isn't uh, customer service forward. Mm -hmm. um, so when we travel out of town to restaurants or breweries um, or lounges or bars or, you know, events, we uh, are going because we want that sort of care that is mm -hmm. given to a paying customer in an establishment, we want it, we want that sort of service. Mm -hmm. And we're a lot of times in the area that I'm at, that we're in now, uh, we don't get that. There's nothing more annoying than going into a restaurant and having that server look at you like this is the last place they want to be. Uh -huh. And there are times when we have to get out of town because we just we're, we're living in that sort of mm -hmm. yeah why do i have to be here mm -hmm. you want well, how, what kind of what temperature do you want your burger <laughs> that's annoying yeah i mean we all hate that that's just the worst the worst thing and it just you know services the service industry is essential to keeping the small economy working yeah, small business. You walk you walk into a let's just say a florist, 
And if, if they're annoyed that you're there, you don't want to shop there. Right. If you walk into a small boutique and they're annoyed that you're there, do you really want to shop there? If you walk into a bar and the bartender looks at you with daggers and <laughs> is on his cell phone or their cell phone and would rather talk on their cell phone and take that time away from selling something to uh -huh. you, it's just annoying. Mm -hmm. So there are times when there are groups of us that get together and head out of town and have found some fantastic, fantastic places to eat and drink mm -hmm. and be catered to and be taken care of. And that's because the more I, I get to know you and watch you and listen to you, you are very observant. And I'm sure that goes back to, you know, you've been involved in customer service. You've been in hospitality. Right. You've been involved with all that stuff throughout your life. Right. So you are observing the minute dis details. Well, somewhat, but it's not that hard to smile at somebody True. and say, how can I help you? Uh -huh. You know, what, what, is it that, what is it that brings you in? A good thank you and a welcome isn't that hard. It is a simple gesture that will take you miles. Yes. And we unfortunately, and I don't know if it was the zombie apocalypse slash pandemic that took place <laughs> that has allowed us to fall into this sense of complacency or this sense of dread that the whole world is against me and, you know, I can't... Uh, you know, you'll pay your bills. If you're nice to people, especially if you're in customer service, guess mm -hmm. what? People are giving you extra money. Exactly. Yeah. And that's so, to so, take care of your business. Uh -huh. I, I think it's, it's public knowledge that a server is not making what, you know, their, their livelihood is depending on these tips. Right, right. So if I was a server, which... I've had I've experienced some really good customer service with a waiter or waitress um, or bartender, whoever was serving a, a drink or food to me. Right. They would be just as upset when I didn't get what I asked mm -hmm. for. And they were quickly, hey, I'm going to take care of this for you. Right. I'm going to make sure we make this right. And... <clears throat> That, that is, like, I appreciate the crap out of that so much. Right. It should never have to get to a manager. Right. Yeah. It should never have to get to an owner. It should never, there should never be that chain of events that it gets so bad that you couldn't have fixed it yeah. from the get-go. Mm -hmm. Should never get to that point. Mm -hmm. And we, we, I mean, like I said, we, we're, we're in a void at this point when it comes to helping people get what they want. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to customer service, when it comes to service in, in general, we, a lot of times we fall short in not giving people what they need and what they want because yep, yeah. they are providing they They are, and, and you know, bartending and, 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 and waiting tables is a, uh, it's a job where if it's done right, it's lucrative and it's mm -hmm. successful. But if it's done wrong, it not only hurts your bottom line, but it angers other people uh -huh. 
because they know they've had in the past, they've had great service in the past and they've had, they've had proper courtesy from people in, in that business. Uh -huh. And when it, when it falls short, it's a very obvious thing. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize that um, we are, we are underpaid in the service industry, mm -hmm. as well as our teachers. And don't get me wrong, right, we, are, right. we are not the only, we're not the only downtrodden. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but we have, you know, we have such a. It's it's not hard to be kind to people, and it's not hard to give people. The smallest bit of expectation of what they want, mm -hmm. but when mm -hmm. you fall short, it reflects poorly on all of us. Yeah, and in the industry, so when people come into a place and they are expected to tip and you know there's controversy now with uh everybody's european, european countries don't tip why does american countries right. have to tip well european countries pay their pay their pay their people differently oh, than yeah. we do here mm -hmm. in i think in the states i think what it is is now whenever you purchase something it doesn't matter what it is there's a tip board on the screen do you want to tip uh, 10, 15, 20, like it's all calculated out for you right. or you can Makes do it. Makes it really easy, people. Yeah, mm -hmm. custom tip. Um, but it, it's, 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 I, I think people are tipped out now to where like you could go to a, a, a local restaurant, and, which I don't mind tipping. I really don't. Mm -hmm. Unless I know I have trouble tipping that way because I don't know where it's going. The other night, uh, I paid for my uh, bill with a card, but I tipped with cash. Mm -hmm. Right. It, it's, even though I, I, I'm of that age where, you know, I'm not distrustful, but I want to know that this tip isn't being touched by anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Except the for, big yeah. government sort of <laughs> and you know and and that's that's always the adage is that we are paid such a minuscule amount in a wage in the service industry people we don't have we don't we don't make minimum wage because right. we are a tipped employee yep <clears throat> and the small amount of wage that comes with a hourly position working in a bar or a restaurant isn't livable it isn't a living no, wage. Not, it's it not is, even comparable. Well, and more often than not, people, I mean, do we, is the minimum wage a living wage? No. I mean, really. Um, mm -hmm. So when you take that down by a third of what service people in the industry are making, you do rely on that. And, and letting, you know, and letting the person working in that service dictate, because the government does want a claim of tip mm -hmm. and there is a specific amount that they are anticipating and there are unfortunately honest people and dishonest people so a lot of times people aren't being consistent with what they're what they're receiving yeah. as tips right so, and they're you know giving back to the government mm -hmm. and that's that's unfortunate mm -hmm. and that just that screws all of us mm -hmm. you know with the dishonesty yeah. you know if we can stay consistent with that um, that's just what that's just what needs yeah. to happen. Just stay consistent, you know. I've worked in the industry for over thirty years. I've never had to pay taxes. I've always gotten a re a small return, but I've yeah, you know. And I've there are times when I've 
worked in restaurants. I worked in a few restaurants in San Francisco and made bank. Mm -hmm. But I declared what I needed to declare. Right. Yeah. I've never had to pay the government for taxes. I've mm -hmm. always gotten a small return because I, I was honest about what yes. I was making. You yeah. know, and, and it was it allowed me to live in a fantastic place for a long, long time. Which your, your, most parents teach their kids, you know, honesty is the best policy. It always is. It always yeah, is. I agree. Because whatever you do wrong, it's going to yeah. be found out. So, with 30 years being behind the bar or in, in customer service, you got, I know you got some good stories. Uh, I, I know you got um, some crazy well, I mean, stories. What's a good story? Um, throw, throw out some famous people that you saw. Okay. Well, well, I mean, Famous people. Okay, so, okay, so this goes. I mean, what, what dictates fame? Um, like, are we Olympic athletes? Are Olympic we athletes, musicians, rock and actors, roll musicians, actresses? Okay. Uh, well, okay, so astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, astronauts. Uh, not so anybody much. on the astronauts, Epstein so list. Much. Nothing. Yeah, as far as I know, nothing Silicon on Valley. the Epstein list. Um, I did. You know what? I did. I worked in a. a, a an Asian Peja Wu, uh, which is a... What the... Okay, so a Peja Wu is a, a food of the Asian countryside. Now, I'm in San Francisco, which, you know, there's a very large, um, a very large population of, of uh, Asian uh, descent uh, people, multi-generations, mm -hmm. um, and Asian food is very Chinese, Mandarin, Cantonese, whatever it might be. Yeah. Taiwanese, Vietnamese. Uh, so uh, I was fortunate enough to serve uh, Christine Namaguchi, uh, and she was lovely. Um, I also have uh, given beers to Stephen Jenkins from Third Eye Blind, which, okay, so here's the kicker with Third Eye Blind. So one of my favorite bands <clears throat> in the Bay Area for a long time was a band called... Um, Okay, now, now I'm gonna really have to think about this. Um, and when I mean favorite band, um, it's a band that I listen to a lot called Fungo Mungo. And they were a funk band, all of Primus, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you know, back, you know, okay, back, in, yeah, those, yeah, back yeah. in those funk days. Um, and so Stephen Jenkins was the lead singer of Third Eye Blind and he broke up, didn't break up, but disbanded my favorite band, Fungo Mungo, to take that bass player into Third Eye Blind. Um, you know, things like that. I mean, celebrities are always, it's always nice to run into people and to see people, and they're just normal people. They just want to be treated like everybody else. Mm -hmm. Do they tip any better? Not necessarily, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, horror stories, though. I mean, horror stories are, you know, being in the weeds, six tables back and trying to figure out, you know, how do you, you know, and, and that happens in, in, in restaurants and bars where ice machines go down, uh -huh. glasses get broken in, in glass and you have to drain. I mean, so there are those moments where you're like, holy Bleep. F bomb. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's not rocket science. It's not life or death. It's just giving people a great time, good food, good drink, sending them on their way. And we live in now in an age of 
online interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day when I started, it was just word of mouth. Right. You got business because somebody said, you know what? I had a great experience at such and such, mm-hmm. or I had the best drink over at blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was a word of mouth thing. We now live in a <clears throat> cycle of um, criticism without, uh, with the anonymity of not being known. Yeah. And that is a real bummer. That's a pisser. I mean, when somebody can say, this was terrible. This was the awful. Key, the keyboard, keyboard warriors. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's sucks. It sucks because they're, I'm going to say probably 20 to 30% correct. But then there are just these brutal mm-hmm. assholes out there yep. that find <clears throat> a kink in the armor. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that kink in the armor is found, they just tear it up. Mm-hmm. And what people don't understand are these people's livelihoods. I mean, when you have a small business, and grant, mind you, people that are in small business mm-hmm. restaurant or mom and pop bars, they're not raking in the dough. Mm-hmm. And the smallest amount of criticism in a lot of ways tears that down and it's not always accurate. The damn Yelp reviews. It's, you know, the damn yep. Yelp reviews, yep. you know? Yeah. And, you know, I don't find that them that consistent in the area that I am now, but yeah. that Yelp review can uh, really hurt a small business. Mm-hmm. Make or break them. Make, you yep. know, and we have, we live in a, we live in a society of excess. Yeah. I mean, we as Americans, all we want to do is consume, consume, mm-hmm. consume, consume, consume. And... What we're finding, uh, what I'm finding specifically is that when we consume, we got to leave some meat on the bone. You know, we've got to give, we've got to give a little bit of credit for, and a little leeway to a lot of this stuff that, if you read a review, they say it sucks. You be the judge of that. Yes. You be the judge of that. Try it yourself. Because a review, especially when it comes to an online review, doesn't really allow your opinion or your your take on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, if it's just there are trolls out there that yeah. will attack a specific business with just a loop of bad reviews. Mm-hmm. But there's some people that you just can't please. There are some people. The, there are and, some and people. So when I look at a restaurant or a bar mm-hmm. and I and I read the reviews. I go to the top reviews and I read the top rated reviews and then I'll go to the bottom reviews and I'll read the top or the bottom, you know, the low star reviews minus the in between. And then I'll, I'll say, well, you know, this guy said the service was great. And this guy says the service was horrible. Right. Was this guy pleasant to deal with? And this guy was an asshole. That's never part of the review. Sure. Was I a jerk mm-hmm. to these people? Yeah. Were, were my expectations so great that I, I, I couldn't what? receive the service that... I like that, Vince. I, I'm going to start my review. Okay, today I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and I might have been an asshole. Amen. But I sat there for ten and a half minutes with an empty beer. 
and a uh, lukewarm steak. So take that with a grain of salt. Right. But let me. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you that this has how my day, you know, when a review comes out or somebody says, oh, this was crap or whatever, there are, there's a uh, backstory to that mm -hmm. that we never get to see on a keyboarded review. Yeah, exactly. You know, and <laughs> when you come in and you talk to somebody or if you, you know, if you, sometimes the word of mouth is the way to go when it mm -hmm. comes to how you support business, you know, um, and that's take that or leave it. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have choices to make. You know, I always say when people, when people leave the brewery, I always say, you know, make good choices. And of course, watch for deer. Watch for deer. Um, yeah. Because it's cold back here and deer are on the move and, and a deer <laughs> will totally your car. Yeah, it will. <laughs> well, but then, you know, speaking of reviews, you know, in a lot of these reviews people put out, it was a one-time experience. You know, may, maybe your server that day, maybe he just found out that morning that his wife was sweet, sleeping with a neighbor. God, he had a bad God day. forbid. God forbid. <laughs> I mean, but I've heard worse a, things happen. That's, I've heard worse odd, things happen. that's an odd example. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I usually give, uh, it, it's so crazy, because I'll give people second chances or we restaurants. All deserve, we all yeah, deserve a second everybody, chance. Everybody yep. gets a second yep. chance. So I've been to places the very first time delicious the most like this is the best hot pepper hot pepper cheeseburger was it I, succulent <laughs> no this hot pepper cheeseburger was so good the second time i went there on fire i took a bite of that hot pepper cheeseburger you know what was on it the paper from the hot pepper cheese <laughs> oops <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, I've had where I've been to places where I was like, man, that uh, that baked potato was not baked. And then I went back and I was like, oh, my gosh, it was twice baked. <laughs> right. Or underbaked <laughs> or hash browned you know, yeah, <laughs> or whatever it might but, be. Yeah. You know, like it, sometimes I've been to places it'd be really good. Sometimes right. it'd be really bad. Right. And everybody, ha we yeah, all have yeah, a bad, yeah. we all have bad days or we all have under the weather days or we, you know, and, and we have great days. Like mm -hmm. nobody ever says, you know what? I had the greatest experience at this restaurant, da, right. da, 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 blah, right. blah, blah, yada, yada, yada. Um, because I was having a great day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A, a review, you know, and you're, you're going to find more bad reviews than good reviews. Mm -hmm. And that's unfortunate. Yeah. We don't live in a, oh my God, I had the greatest dinner. Yes. It's, we're not putting a review on because for whatever reason, a bad review is the only thing that sort of steers us to get on or talk about yeah. or, you know, how horrible it was as opposed to how great it was. When was the last time you wrote a review or told somebody how great something was? You know, I mean, you have to share that stuff, especially when it comes to small business, small brewery. Well, but we, we live in such a negative society these days. In social so, media. Yeah, you don't see any. How often do you see anything positive on the news? They might save it for the last 30 seconds right. of the I think newscast. We, I mean, it sucks that we're in a news cycle of depravity. Mm -hmm. It really does. It really, it's unfortunate because there are, there are good things happening in the world. People yep. are enlightened. People have, people have things 
great to say and great things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are, it's unfortunate that that doesn't sell media. Nope. Yeah, Vince, I'm guilty of it because when I see people arguing on Facebook, honey, uh, pop some popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Come here and look at this. <laughs> right, right. You know, I'm guilty of it too because it, it, sometimes it is captivating. I mean, salacious. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, especially in in this day and age, because we we are living in a TikTok world where our attention span is like two seconds. Yeah, we're we're, we're we're well. What's a what's a typical pr- TikTok? Yeah, we're pretty. Mu- I think it's a, around a minute, but we're pretty much goldfish now. Like, right. It's hard for me to watch a movie or a TV show and not have a phone in my hand. Like, I've got to make a conscious effort to put that thing down. Mm -hmm. Now, there's some people that they've become so good at it that, like, I, I, I just, I'm jealous of them because they can... They can, like, you know how people say, hey, you don't return my text in time. Okay. Those people. That's a gripe of mine. <laughs> what is the time? Oh, the, and why do we care so much about it? The text uh-huh. etiquette? Yeah. Why well, do we care so much about it? Actual conversation with an actual human uh-huh. is really what got us through how many freaking years that we've been on this planet, you guys? And we can't figure out the text time of, I mean, is that really a big problem? Well, I, I think it's like, um, hey, uh, your husband needs this transplant, yes or no? <laughs> I'll and get that's back to today. And then you get a text. And then you get a text. Sorry, I woke up to this text. Uh, sure. And he's like, well, it's too late because we gave you that liver to somebody else. Oops. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know what the text etiquette. I. I it just depends on how important the response is, I guess. Because some things, you know, if I'm, if I'm uh, in a movie. In a movie? It, not starring in a movie. Okay. But if, <laughs> if I'm at the movies. Don't, don't, why, don't search too far back on the internet either. No. <laughs> don't why, search the deep web. If I'm watching a movie, I'll be like, hey, man, can't talk right now in a movie. That's my response. Or, you know, uh, but uh, I don't know. I, th- there's some things that are text worthy. Right. And now, when do you disconnect? Do you disconnect um, as, a, as a human? Do you disconnect from yes. that uncivilized when I world? When, okay. I, when, I, when I go to sleep, I, I need sleep. Okay, uh, so uh, let me ask you this How far mm-hmm. is your phone away from your sleeping head? Um, a foot. See, that's too close. And that's a, the length of my arm. Too close. Because I'm sh- tiny. Too close. I'm short. Put it in another room. Allow yourself that wow. that moment to disconnect from that. You know, when, when was the last time you were out of range with your cell phone? Hey. Everybody needs We're going to start the disconnect challenge. I think that's genius. Mm-hmm. Really. I mean, put the phone in another room when you sleep. We have kids. You don't need to be that close. To those kids, those most of our, most of our kids are grown. You when guys. I was in yeah. high school, grown ass people. When I was in high school, we had a payphone in the lunchroom. 
or not in the lunchroom, but in the lunch area. Check this out, people. Now that cost have... one dime. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it was a quarter. What's your cell phone bill these days? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So kids now, they can't leave the house without their cell phone. It's pathetic. And it that's is. just my personal opinion. Yeah. That's I, my opinion. And I understand that, but I think people have developed a, uh, a learned behavior of, I need to know where my kid is. And then they can see because they have the phone. Right. And, and that phone, they can track it. Uh, okay. Creepy. It is a little bit Creepy. because. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, I'm guilty of it. Okay. So we're of the age where we had BMX bikes back in the day. We didn't have phones. Hmm. We just got yeah. we just got home when the street lights came yep. on, right? It's, and our parents trusted us. Yes. You know what where time supper is? Where did trust Where did trust go? I mean, I, granted, we are living in a more technological age where creepiness happens more often, especially in technology. Mm-hmm. When do we disconnect from that? Mm-hmm. And so, a disconnect challenge, I think, seems pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. Is how how long can we go without having? Oh, I don't know. Who's a big TikTok star these days? I I don't follow TikTok. I'm not. Yeah. You know what's surprising? <laughs> I don't have social media people. He doesn't. You know, I I like the contact of human interaction. Mm-hmm. And, and it's probably a good thing because if you got on TikTok or Facebook or uh, X or <laughs> yeah, it yeah. turns into a rabbit hole because and don't there... make me start singing Jefferson Airplane. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, D and I was, uh, we woke up this morning, changed the diaper, fed the baby, and... That's real life. His. Yeah. That's real life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine. I'm not a grandpa. <laughs> I am not a grandpa yet. Started watching this, uh, like a TikTok video came up, and it was uh, these two people arguing, and it ended right before... The climax. The reveal. Yeah, the, re- the yeah, reveal. Yeah, yeah. And D's wah, like, wah. and D goes, well, what happened? I said, no, I'm not going to flick over and go through this person's page to see part two. No. I, I'm not going to do that to no. myself. Because Canceled. part two becomes part three. Yeah. And part, th- like, I'm and not going. it's a vicious circle. And then there goes 30 minutes of my day. I've got to. Get my ass you up. You got more diapers to change. <laughs> and I got no spoon. I, 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 got, I got a love on my daughters. Right. Each one of them. Right. I, I got a birthday girl this weekend. I got a love on my daughters. Happy birthday. And, and, and get ready, mentally ready for the podcast today. Right. And, uh, you know, show up. Which is focus. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. you, you have to focus on certain things. Mm-hmm. For more than a minute, that is the existence of a YouTube video or a TikTok or mm-hmm. a Facebook post or life passes you by if you're sitting on your tuckus watching your phone. And everybody, it, I say this a lot, don't I, Ted? Everybody's a nib shit nowadays. <laughs> mm. Everybody's nobody's a, business is their own. Is that what you mean? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah. but nobody's business is better than somebody else's. Right. It's true. Issues. You know. Like you I said, mean, get the popcorn. Well, yeah, you get know, the popcorn. <laughs> oh, so I'm from the West Coast originally, and the big controversy for a long time was the presence of where you are at a particular time of the day, which unfortunately allowed 
asshole people to go and break into your home and steal your shit mm -hmm. because you weren't home and they knew that. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, you'd post like I'm in Hawaii, right? Or I, you know, I'm eating a burger, and then I'm gonna go get you know mm -hmm. my taint waxed yeah. or something. You know, and, a Brazilian. And, I, I, that's I the said liberal part of California that you people have no idea. I'm yeah. like Froyo. He says Brazilian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we. It's it's just what it's the time spent and how we spend the time. You know, yeah. and that and that falls into how we live our everyday, you know, and we're fortunate enough to live in a free country, quote unquote, that allows us time, you know, and it's what we do with our time and, and how special our time is with each yeah. other that is the most important. Yeah, it is. That's and that and that and that's just a full circle, full circle moment. Mm -hmm. And when we when we don't have the time anymore. Yeah. That's just, that sucks. It, I'm a little bit torn because I, I got to see my daughter. I, I got a special privilege that some people don't. Like, I probably Like missed, a fast pass at Disneyland? <laughs> something like that. I probably missed about two, two official games athletic games of my my oldest daughters and i did not go to any of her practices once she went into uh organized athletics such as the this school athletics right so up until then i, I made every practice i was at every game <clears throat> and i only missed two games from sixth grade till high school hey that's <clears throat> an achievement yeah i don't have I probably have three or four videos because I never took videos of her because I wanted to be in the moment and right. witness it with my own eyes. And uh, I really appreciate that now because even though I think to myself, man, I wish I could look at that video. In my relive that moment. It's in your yeah, head. I right. feel like it's even better in my head. Right. Yeah. Because right. the way I felt about that kid whether it's a, a, a success or failure, right? I was with her right. in that moment. And well, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like we live in a super competitive society? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, because I, th I think the same thing. Yeah. I think we don't allow uh, ourselves to feel enough defeat in order to balance out the mm -hmm. pleasure and the endorphins that we get from succeeding. Yeah. You know, and we as humans, I think we have to we have to allow that that balance. Yeah. You know. I mean, Ted, you're a coach. You get you see that. I mean, Conrad, I mean, you guys are yeah. both coaches. You have to balance that sort of achieving and the defeat and how how to allow young people to feel that that presence you, you got to get yeah. knocked down learn how to get yeah. back up right and, and some people's knocked down is different than others mm -hmm. like i i had struggles uh in my early 20s that i don't have now right but it was the but whole, that's evolution yeah that's, that's how we evolve that's mm -hmm. like that th there is a um conrad at 
47 is not Conrad at 27. I'm just not. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, no, <laughs> you know what? I think uh, a lot of people are saying that, yeah. especially Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> Kudos to Deanna yeah, De- and De- whatever this might be yeah, that De- he's just talking about. Yeah, De- well, <laughs> you know, uh, so, you know, D, she says it all the time to me, Mike. You're just, you're a wonderful man now. Right. And which at the time, I thought I was a wonderful man back then, but that was me being selfish. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Because no kids, no responsibilities, and a good job yeah. make you an asshole. Well, make me, Conrad, an asshole. Right. And I, I, well, that's just how I was we, careless. That's how we perceive stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we all have to get to the hurdles mm-hmm. and the hurdles are there and it's just a life thing. The hurdles are there mm-hmm. for us to figure out how to get over those hurdles, you know, and we don't live in a world of non hurdles where all, there's always yeah. a wall being thrown up at everybody and how we, what we utilize, how we utilize that to get over those hurdles is is an individual thing. Mm-hmm. Teddy, I don't know if it was like this for you or what what it is to other people, but having having a child to me let me know that the world did not revolve around me. Um, it, it might be something else for other people. But that for me made, uh, and, you know, I was raised by my grandparents. Mm -hmm. I was not going to be that father. Right. Break the cycle. I was going to be present and aware. I was going to be a teacher and Mm -hmm. a caregiver. But you also have to be a student as a parent, too. Yeah. Yes. Because you don't know everything as a parent. No. And that's the fear that we all live Mm -hmm. as we go forward is what the unknown is going to give us or tell us or speak to us about, you know, where we can't, you know, I don't have kids. I, you know, I, I, I have lived a, I think a successful life up until now with no kids and kudos to you when you got that realization. Um, But it doesn't take much to just be, to be a kind, generous, thoughtful, um, yeah. person and yeah. we should all, we should all strive for that. You know, we don't have to live in that cycle of, of, uh, discontent. You mm-hmm. know, we don't, misery doesn't love company. You know, we don't have, no. we don't have to live in that. We don't, we, we choose, we have choices that we all make, um, good, bad, indifferent. Um, we, we unfortunately live in a society now that isn't really telling us to come together mm-hmm. um, and just make good choices and make, be smart about things and live in a, the land of f- the free. Uh, and like you said, you know, as a young parent, you're, you're also a student cause you're learning how to parent, but mm-hmm. you know, you with no kids, mm-hmm. you were a student learning how to be a better person. Right. As you, right. like you and, said. And granted, I, I mean, I have young people in my life. I mean, yeah. I have nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. and 
I've got, you know, that sort of, that sort of structure and, but to have, you know, I'm finding now in my, in my older age now that I have a lot of empty nester friends mm -hmm. and having, um, not have kids being a authentic person, mm -hmm. um, and be my own person. Now I'm, I'm in an environment with a lot of people that are kid, their kids are grown mm -hmm. and they're, we're all trying to figure out our identity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So That's... now like you see these, uh, especially the, the term, uh, red flag, okay. you know, that, that term and meaning is, uh, a, like a metaphor for saying, here's your sign, you know, um, I, I think a lot of that has to do with, Hey, here's your red flag, you know, change your life or, 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 or here's your red flag. This person isn't good for you. Right. Um, that, I, I, I think that had a, a, a grasp on me as a person as far as, hey, th this is the road you're headed down. Right. So the signs are there. Yeah. But you get a flag on the play, and then you make a conscious choice to what? Uh, go right or go left. Okay, so change your path. Yeah. Yeah, you, we all change yeah. our paths. You know, I mean, Grant, I mean, life is, life is a challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't come from... Uh, the land of everybody gets a trophy mm -hmm. if they're in a sporting event. I mean, if you lost, you lost. Right. Mm -hmm. You figured it out. You know, um, we don't, I, you know, we live in, in such a sort of society now, I think, with the populations that we have on the planet that we have <clears throat> expectations of what, what we're to do by a certain age mm -hmm. or, you know, what our kids are expected of, uh, you know, to do, um, the pressures are different. Mm -hmm. You know, we, I mean, I remember all my reports were with an encyclopedia, Yep. you know, and we, we figured it out. We got through it. Mm -hmm. We did, we graduated, we went on to college. We, you know, we succeeded in life. Some of us, some, some of us didn't succeed the way that our parents or society right. wanted mm -hmm. us to, but we have, we figured it out, mm -hmm. you know, and we go on and we move on mm -hmm. and we get to a point where, you know, I get to be with you guys on a freaking podcast. That's you know, And we get to talk about just rando stuff. Um, and that's awesome. You it know, is, that's, it? that's a great, a great place to be because we're present in it. Mm -hmm. Kids nowadays will not know what it's like to go to the library. Nope. And get out the microfish and look through past newspapers. Microfish? Yeah. That's that sound. I'm making the sound. Yeah. We had index cards. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the well, card catalog. The roll, so, we had yeah, the card catalog. So, so, so the card catalog. That drawer and, and you learned how to read uh -huh. the, the number of the what the book was and right. where it was it's in yep. fiction or not. Dewey Decimal System. The Dewey Decimal System, yep. You know, and we don't live in that society anymore. No. Everything is so extremely available and i'm not saying it's all correct right we should all figure out what's correct and what's not correct and if you have questions about what you don't think is correct and 
we have to figure that part out. I will say this. This is a humble brag. My daughter knows how to write in cursive. Wow. Okay, this is a high five moment right here. That's right. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Knuckles. Hey, how, how many kid how many kids can read could read a roadmap right now? Um Hey Siri, how do I get right? And Siri, okay, that's a whole other well, monster. I, I will say this. All else, all else fails. We got everything we need by walking up to the Gas City Brewery. I'm telling we do. Right? I mean, it's I just have, that simple, you guys. It is. I mean, conversations like yeah. this are had all the time at yep. the brewery. Oh, there, yeah. and, and there's some that aren't PG-13, but. Yes, yeah, some hey, of them are a little blue. If you're, <laughs> I mean, if you're baby boomers, you know what blue means. Yeah. Some of them are more ribald, some of them. But you know what? We have to have a place to go to, to, to release all of that whatever we have that is in us that we, sometimes we just have to laugh our asses off. That, yeah. And you, that's, you know how many times I've been up there? Me and my wife will be up there. We'll be talking to Vince. And Who's your wife? Your wife, Beth? Yeah. Beth. Okay. <laughs> that one. Yeah. yeah. Isn't, isn't laughter the best medicine? For sure. Well, it but... is the only way that we can get through the minutia of every day. And you're okay. exercising all these muscles in your face. No, but... I, what I, I was going to say, let me, let me tell okay. you this real all quick. Right, because right. if I, I'm up with my wife and we're in conversation or whatever, there's times that, that I'll say something, he'll look at me and he'll look at my wife and he'll just turn around and walk away. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you all know Ted, you know, sometimes there are going to be those moments where you're going to look at Ted, but just looking at him <laughs> and something's amiss. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me out here. I got a good one for you. A Roman senator walks into a bar. He holds up two fingers and says, give me five beers. And then Roman numerals. <laughs> this, that's five. The, so that's five. Beers. Yeah, that's okay. five beers. Okay, that's a dad dad joke. Okay, okay. What, okay what? I'm just gonna. Not really okay. a dad joke, but it is. A, okay, I got. It's another. a thinker. I mean, that's a thinker yes. for sure. Yep. A neutron walks into a bar and asks, "How much for a beer?" You know what the bartender replies? A neutron for is... you? Yeah, a neutron. Okay, Betty White, help me out here. <laughs> the bartender replies, for you, no charge. Uh, God, he needs a laugh track, doesn't he? <laughs> Where's it at? <laughs> oh, well, no. Sometimes they don't all land. Yeah. Sometimes they don't all land. <laughs> well, hey, listen, man, I tried my best. I hey, tried. They were pretty good. They were all right. All right. But yeah, that's. I, I do want to touch on something else okay. though, real quick. Go ahead, touch on it. Man. Touch on it. Don't I mean, touch me. I swear to God. <laughs> he's he's in the me too. I era. said touch on, <laughs> not touch you okay. or him. <laughs> no, okay. but, you know, train of thought. Just, just from conversations I've had with Vince, I mean, if somebody needed an interior designer in their house or their business. Okay. My gosh, okay. this dude 
he's call he's, me just it's because that's crazy that's crazy he's i mean he knows different I don't know. Are they flowers or they're not flowers? Or I had to ask my wife. Well, I mean, it was, it's, it's color theory. I mean, like, there's man. a lot of interiors, the architecture. Yeah. There's, I mean, it's it's a thing. It's an actual it's an actual career, people. Yeah, um, which is what I did on the West Coast. But yeah, that's 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 neither here nor there. Right now, I am in customer service, and I love it, and it is fantastic. And the people uh, that really enjoy getting great service mm. like, come to see us at the brewery I, 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 brewery yeah i, I mean I, we've got great beer great service fun times it is you know an all-inclusive we yep. will welcome anybody you know unless i mean if it's an alien whatever <laughs> um, hey that that's getting pretty popular again now <laughs> well don't there. get me started <laughs> but yeah I, I back you 100 percent on everything you just said about the brewery i yeah. mean that yeah i mean that's uh hey it's listen it's a, a groovy place it is you'll a, dig it I like yeah. the atmosphere. Yep, and that's. Uh, I like the people. I mean, everybody's always real friendly. Right. Nobody's ever been snobby to me nope. about my choice of uh, beverage, and uh, everybody's like real cool. Well, yeah, and, and even the owners. I mean, they're okay. Can they, we talk about these owners? Oh, I'm sure that they would like for me to say something fantastic about all eight of them. <laughs> and I'm not gonna name them, but there are eight and they know who they are. Um, and they're great, they're, they're great. really great. They their are. passion and their drive and their um, willingness to be a small business in a small town and what they want to see the, t I mean, we are, you know, we are really sort of a, a cornerstone of what mm -hmm gas city can and will become you know we've got great things happening in, in gas city right now we've mm -hmm. got you know the potential of a fantastic music venue mm -hmm. you know we've got um <clears throat> the brewery we've got you know great little shops mm -hmm. you know we've got um artisanal sign shops quite mm -hmm. a, quite often um, yeah. so if you need inspirational signs gas city is your town um but really, we are, you know we are we, we want you know we want all the other businesses in town, Masinawa, uh Cigar Lounge. Mm -hmm. We want you know the poorhouse to kind of flourish. We want restaurants, yeah. you know, from the Mexican restaurants and all you know all the different places, you know, we had and chappies and yeah. one hell of a time hosting that that trivia sports night up there. It was well, so kudos fun. to that because it really was a uh, a great event it, it raised you know a lot of people up you know it 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 gave us you know uh a, a, a fantastic evening at the brewery mm -hmm. yeah you know and you guys really did you guys that was in the pocket it really was in the pocket you mm -hmm. know and i i want to say and I, this is we're talking about sports i want to say go 49ers <laughs> <laughs> okay all right <laughs> Yeah, 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 and speaking they, of that, they night. almost, uh, <laughs> uh, they almost blew it. Yeah, they almost, uh, but they but didn't. They, but they didn't. But yeah, but but speak. Just let me say something real quick on that trivia night because yeah. I had mentioned to Conrad that morning. I said, I said I think it's going to be standing room only. Yeah, yeah, he called yeah. it. He did, but but and that's it a, was it was. But but you guys, I mean, you do got 
there's a lot more you guys that you got the euchre league starting back up don't we you do we have a euchre league you guys we have live music single We've got fantastic single fun that's fun that you is know, fun we get around we all sing at the top of our lungs like little snippets of songs and there's bingo and there's prizes and it's just it's just really it's super fun mm-hmm. um you know you can come in you know get a few beers you know great beer um you can yep. hang out with your friends. You can meet new people. Mm-hmm. And that's what's great about it. You, it or is. you that's... can mind your own business. Or you can just sit there and chill, you know, and 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 yep. fuck yes. around with your phone. Bring. Which happens, uh, too. And you can bring food in, right? Right, right. You know, we we, we have a situation where we're just a brewery. Mm-hmm. But we can absolutely, we have, you know, we've got menus um, at the bar. Where some every... places will deliver. Some mm-hmm. places won't. But mm-hmm. you can absolutely bring your, you know, bring your, you can bring in a, potluck if you'd like <laughs> you know um which you know happened last night we had mm-hmm. a fantastic performer by the name of sierra haskin uh-huh. and she was in and we had people we had people bring in you know potato soup and chili yeah and that's we just all sat around and we kept we were a community mm-hmm. and that's really what we're doing you know right. we're we're creating a community of people that uh want to see small town america evolve mm-hmm. And that's what we're doing is we're evolving, you know, into a great, a great little place to hang out. It is. It is. And, and, and speaking, not just the things that you guys do throughout the week or every other week, but are there some plans for Outback that you can share? Well, you know, I, the, here's the thing. Here's the sitch, I think the kids call it, um, which is short for situation i don't know why we can't just say situation hey, you know he, what he, you, he you, knows all listen, that that light you got some kiddos don't yeah, you yeah yeah so let <laughs> me just some, tell you throw some out let us get okay it. all right no cap shout out to uh kirk drip <laughs> sauce uh riz L- listen let me just tell you something so it makes it worse when you say Sitch, and then you go, which is so short for situation. The kids can't, <laughs> and not the, the guy from Jersey Shore, because, <laughs> because the kids will go, "Oh man, that's so cringe when you do that." I'm like, "Wait, is that short for a cringy?" And they're like, "Yeah," or they'll say, yeah, "No, no, just it's not." Drop yeah, the it's why. like, it's like, it's like, nah, nah, that. And I'm like, so I shouldn't add the. Uh, which is short for situation. <laughs> they, they just want you to say it. And it's then, just gnarly, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's like That's when somebody Spicoli. Spicoli. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's like when somebody does an uh, imp- impression of somebody and then goes Bill Cosby. Oh, you know, Jello motherfucker. Jello pudding pops. <laughs> They're like Bill mm. Cosby. Mm. Yeah, we know that. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got to talk about Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's another another story. Um, You talk about Cosby or OJ or yeah, or uh, Flory or Rufy or (laughs) okay, okay, what's Flory? You guys are cut off. I don't don't Uh, know Flory. uh, Flory is when you wake up on the floor. <laughs> yeah, that's college. that's college. Roofie, <laughs> we are too old somehow. to be on the floor. <laughs> floor, well, okay. See, yeah. I gotta ask Conrad sometimes what some of these little well, ones. Well, as you should, because you want to be educated. I know. Well, the thing about how are you going to communicate with the future generations? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm far too old to be saying, man. Okay, I, wait, I'm wait, just... wait, 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 wait. What's far too old? 
Well, okay. So, so watch, watch yourself. Well, so <laughs> my, my terms are like, dude, and like, and I still okay. catch myself. I'm like, hey, dude, right. whether you're a man or a woman, right? Or, I'm the or, same way. Or right. what, whatever your pronoun is, Our I'm like, bro. dude. Yeah. I don't bro you that often, okay. but like, uh, but I'll, I'll dude you like up and down. I'll be like, dude, like for real, dude. Right. He does. He serious? says that a lot. I'm like, come on, dude. Right. Um. So. With with my kids though, they're like, I'm I'm far too old to say, hey man, check out my drip. <laughs> I, I just got sauce everywhere. I, or or uh, oh, okay, bro, so you're capping. That is out of my vernacular right <laughs> yeah. there. Bro, bro, you're capping right now. You're capping. I'm ca- lost. Ca- <laughs> so, so like, so like, capping's like a lie. So I'm like, oh, okay. you're capping. That's straight cap, or cap. you know, that, that I'm, I'm too old to be saying right. you're. Capping. And that's different than Captain Crunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, see, I'm more like man. It's capping. It, it is capping Crunch. Because in my cap'n. in yep. my day and age, I'm like, dude, stop fibbing. You're fibbing right yeah. now. Yeah, right. Or fronting. Yeah, right. fronting. Uh, hey, yeah. dude, are you serious? What's a four one one on the sitch? <laughs> right. See, he but, just he just used dude in that sentence. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, dude. See, yeah, sweet. Dude. Yeah, dude. There used to be a show on Nickelodeon called "Hey, Dude." You remember that? No. Nope. My kids watch that. I, that's not true. I remember that. Let's I don't remember that. I don't have kids. Creepy. Okay. <laughs> but I do have my finger on the pulse, yeah. which is even creepier. To say. <laughs> on on the pulse of anybody who grew up in the eighties. Okay, I'm going to retract that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're no longer alive. The pulse is there's no pulse. <laughs> That's it. What's that beep sound in the in, yeah, on they, ER? They, they flatlined. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're speaking of age and stuff now, let's. Okay. I'm going back because somebody posted something the other day about. Yeah, I'm so old. I can remember. You know, I couldn't get up and look at my phone. They say school's canceled. You had to watch the TV channel. It the goes across right, the bottom of the screen. Along the bottom yeah. of the TV. Yeah. <laughs> It never said now, Mrs. Ted, did you only have three channels? Yep. When? Okay. Back in the day. Okay. And I had to actually okay. get up and go turn the knob on the no TV. No remote? You were the nope, human no remote. remote. Yep, yep. Okay. The color console TV. The TV that was inside a fake-looking cabinet. Right. But that was cabinetry. That, that Which was. is a lost art, really. And, and you know what? Uh, you could go and you could tell... If they were watching TV, you could put your hand on top of the TV. It's warm. It and it warm. hummed, yep. didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You weren't supposed to be watching TV. Why is the TV warm? Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And, and Battle of the Network Stars? Is that what we used to watch? Oh, yeah. yeah that's, uh, I watched, like, The Muppet Show. And <laughs> Fraggle Rock. So he might be no, a couple that, uh, years younger he's, than he's us. He's a little so, bit younger. Okay, so you Fraggle didn't. Rock was HBO, and only... HBO. Okay. Somebody, Which is what, somebody who okay. had a better off family. Had right. HBO. Exactly. Props yeah. to Jim Henson on yep. all of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Props. Yeah. Yeah. The Dark Crystal. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. seriously. Took Emmett, it to a whole other level. Emmett Otter in the Jug Band uh-huh. Christmas. Okay, you lost me with that. Oh, that's, you got to find that. Oh, man. I, I could tell a wonderful story about Emmett Otter in the Jug Band Christmas and some. No, I'm not going to even go there. I, 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 I probably I could best. put two and two together yeah. and it, it, figure it out. It, but. Was, it, was, it was a, uh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's like, you know, a lot of times up there at the brewery, brewery, we'll get talking about 
television shows or movies. Oh, and we really need to do a 1970s sitcom we, trivia night. We, we could really do that. Do. Because really, I'm going to say it, that's somewhat of our demographic of uh, people that live in like town here. Three's Company? It, it, you're oh, right. Oh, yeah. Okay, so yes. Okay, so last year, I, 2023, rolled in as the cast, wait for it, of Three's Company. Oh, my. We took over the Regal Beagle like nobody's business. The Regal Beagle. Oh, wait. So who all was involved in this? Well, uh, to be honest, uh, there was uh, five of us, four of us. Okay, so there was a Janet, there was a Jackie, there was a Chrissy, and there were Mr. and Mrs. Roper. Mr. and Mrs. Roper. <clears throat> and I can't give you names because <laughs> I've been sworn to secrecy. One day at a time. Right. Present? Or the past? Are we talking about the, the original one day at a time? What was the name of the maintenance man? Schroeder. Close. Schneider. 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 What city did that take place in? San Fran. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. That was is that the one Valerie Bertinelli was on? Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wife of. Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. That's right. Rest in peace. Yep. R.I.P. Homie. Uh, Chico oh. and the Man. Oh man. Ch- I mean, who didn't like Chico and the Man? That was great. Who didn't M- like Chico Mork and, and the Man? Mindy? Like seventies mm. trivia. Boulder, Colorado. I mean, seriously. Yep, yeah. All I mean, fam- all, all the family. Eight is enough. All the, well, that was a little sixties and seventies. Yes, that was sixties. Yeah, Started that was 60s. ground groundbreaking TV. You guys. Yep. Groundbreaking oh yeah. TV. I mean, not that I mean, not that Bridgerton is not groundbreaking TV, the but Ropers. it's different. The Ropers, the Ropers, the Ropers, had the Ropers. Two yeah, that was a that was a, what they called a spinoff. Kids, uh, that was a spinoff from Benson Three's Company. Yep. Correct, Benson, Benson also a spinoff of what TV show? Ooh, uh, 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 hold on. It's the one with the. Uh, what what right? you talking about, Willis? No, different. No, that's no, different. Stuff. different what you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? Okay, I'm just gonna say it's soap. Soap. Yeah. Soap. Billy Crystal was soap. Was it uh, 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 Tony Danza and soap? Well, Tony Danza was in a, a little tiny show called Taxi. 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 And then. And then he moved who, on up. Yeah. Yeah, moving to the on suburbs up of New Hampshire. But <laughs> and who's the yeah. boss? Yeah. And oh, and Alyssa Milano. <laughs> All right, take it down. Down, take it down a thousand. Take it down a thousand. You seen her these days? Yeah, doesn't she have her own sports line? Uh, no, I haven't found that. I think she has her own sports line for women, where she has uh, trademarked uh, sports apparel for uh, for the for women. Hmm. Don't ask me what it is because I no, couldn't no, tell wait, you. No, you, wait, you you you. Starting to sing "Moving On Up." Well, no, now, I was. You, you were saying "Moving On Up" to New I Hampshire. I'm a singer. I'm more of a dancer. So I just well, saw. Listen, what 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 show was "Moving On Up"? The Jeffersons. Moving on up. But to what the about top, to what a, a deluxe apartment the, in the, the sky, sky high? high. <laughs> what about Barney Miller? Oh Did yeah, you, that like, was Barney Miller. Yeah, yeah. And, and fish, fish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't crazy about Barney Miller. I. I, I do like a uh, a, a cop Check procedure. All those shows. Proceed, yeah. Right. How, what's the how's it pronounced? 
procedural. Procedural. Procedural, yeah. I like Law & Order and things like yeah. that. But when it comes to comedy, Cop Rocks maybe really is the You could probably the find all these shows and stream them. Uh, Every show that we mentioned, for anybody under the age of 30 who's not getting what we're saying. Right. And please do, because it will yeah. help you yeah. in any sort of trivia event uh -huh. mm -hmm. or yep. any sort of TikTok something or other yep. that you might... Yep. Uh, need for future. I mean, my my hope, useless knowledge. My, okay, so my hope is that in order to be hired into a high-paying job, that you will have to know little bits of trivial information in order to get your job. Right, Ted. Uh, I agree. I mean, but, but you look. You look. <laughs> uh, no, you're you're saying that, but I'm thinking, kids these days don't even know history. Well, and that's unfortunate. I mean, I mean come I, on. I, conversations are had quite often about the lack of that sort of historical, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Columbus landed when? I mean, it's one of those. 1412. Right. Okay. Kudos to Ted. <laughs> I thought it was fourteen ninety two. Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> that was fourteen ninety two. <laughs> Columbus sailed the ocean blue, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all learned that on a fantastic cartoon called... Oh, wait. Come on, Ted. You got this. It was a, a cartoon or was it... It was a, a Saturday... The commercial Saturday morning. Schoolhouse Rock. Schoolhouse, yeah. That, but that was like... Was that a show or was that like... It the, was a the, show on Saturday I thought that mornings. was like the commercials between... Well, I think that they advertised quite right. a bit to mm -hmm. the masses. Yep. Um, but it was definitely, I mean, and, okay, so Conrad's looking at me like, what? No, is I, re I remember you Channel okay. 13 would be like, do you know where your kids are? Yeah. <laughs> right. Do you guys remember the after school specials? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I mean, good. how did we get I, by without an after school special? I think I remember oh. one that, uh, were they took acid and they jumped out a window and you know that's academy <laughs> award winner jody foster that mm -hmm. did that you know that mm -hmm. right no i mean she was they were on like fire <sighs> yeah she was on pcp you yeah. guys oh pcp oh. that's <laughs> what it was yeah and yeah. i steered clear from pcp from that yeah and thank god because yeah. you learned something yeah you learned something and that's media for you yeah well it is teaching well, us a lesson well true like like you said you know you had schoolhouse rock that would throw this stuff out there or the commercial word where they got an egg frying in the function. This is your brain on yeah. drugs. Oh, that egg frying. Yeah. See, that was that was uh, the president's wife, Nancy Reagan. Mm -hmm. yeah. That was her big push. Do you remember the commercial where the dad walked in with a cigar box and he'd say, "Is this yours, Bobby I or Tommy?" Recall that. And he was—he's like, "Where'd you learn this?" He's like, "I learned it from, from you, you, Dad. Uh, from you, Dad." I mean, that is just heart wrenching. He's like, it? "Yeah, because you're rolling a fatty wrong." Right. No, I'm, I'm These are no, not no, the no. right no. papers. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the Marlboro Man, remember? Mm -hmm. The guy's sitting up against the tree. Right. And his little son's right beside right. him and reaches over there and We're showing our age, Teddy. <laughs> We're okay, showing it. Let's bring it let's bring it back. Yeah. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. Let's bring it back to when uh we were talking about the hops. Hops? So like at the hop? Like from the fifties? No sock hops. Okay. But the brewery hops. Okay, gotcha. Give me your top five. Okay, you know what? G give me your top five craft beers and then give me your top five hey i'm 
drinking at a party just to to get hammered. Okay, so okay, okay. so let me get so the top five beers that we are the at uh, uh, Gas City Brewery, um, originally named uh, River Rat Brewery, mm-hmm, but nobody has to know that that got taken um, away. We. Um, my top five. Okay, so that's the Mela, uh, the Mayor's Vanilla Bean Porter. I've got the Argyle Scottish Ale, um, the Kolschen and the Cruisin, which is a, a German lo- uh, German lager. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also am a fan of the uh, Dark IPA uh, Reverse Mullet, uh, the Rat King, which is an Imperial Stout. Um, do I have one more, Ted, or is uh, that, yeah, is that go one more? One more. Okay, one more. Okay, so off the top of my head, we're going to probably go with the... And it's probably not on tap at the moment, but I do enjoy the... Um, oh, this is pressure. Can you feel <laughs> the pressure on me right now? Um, You're sweating. I'm going to say the Cremazing, which mm-hmm. is probably the most phenomenal uh, see-through beer that mm-hmm. we have at the brewery. Yep. Uh, the most popular, t- one of Ted's personal favorites. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and once you see Ted on about five of them, <laughs> you're going to see a whole new Ted. Yes, you will. Um, but if I'm at a party, I'm at, I mean, if I'm at a party and I'm bringing beer that's distributed, um, I'm going to say, uh, t- honestly, uh, there is a... Uh, a, a brew from Northern California called Red Nectar. Um, Red Nectar. Red Nectar. Okay. And it's got a, a hummingbird on the on the on the on the bottle, and it's an IPA, but it's an amber IPA. That's probably one of my favorites. I'm also a fan of the. Uh, I love a good Guinness. I love a good poured Guinness. Um, not the nitro Guinness, but the you know like a poured tap. I mean. We're not fortunate enough in Grant County to have uh, any Guinness. Well, that's not true. There are there are some Guinness on tap um, that we uh, thank you for that pour, um, <laughs> Conrad. I appreciate that and cheers to you. Cheers. Um, but I do like a good Guinness. Um, I like a good uh, snake bite. Um, if oh. anybody if anybody wants to do a hard cider with a Guinness float, that's a snake bite. I, I'm a fan of that. Oh my. Um, if I'm doing shots. I'm going to have to say the Purple Hooter really is <laughs> one of my favorites. And what's one of my favorite drinks to make? Um, if you like, I mean, if you're a fan of uh, Grape Crush, this is your jam. A um, little uh. Chambord, a little vodka, a little sweet and sour, a little splash of soda. Shake it up, pour it in a glass. And it, it incorporates well with uh, the rest of the festivities that might be taking place um, in your drinking arsenal. Huh. Teddy? We need to have a cookout. Yeah. What are yours? <laughs> what? What's your go-to? What's your go-to uh, at the at the craft? At brewery? At the brewery. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Gas City Brewery. I'll tell you, the Peach was always one of my favorites. Right. Okay. Right. The Peach cream, Blonde. Cremazing. Cremazing. Yeah. I, I, I have poured a couple of Cremazings for you. I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> spotted Rat. I like the Spotted Rat. Yeah. That's mm. a farmhouse ale. Um, Boomtown Blonde. Right. Did I say that one yet? Yep. And uh, I don't know. I, I can drink a Bears Porter on occasion. Right. As a dessert not, beer. Yeah. Of and that's, right. uh, as, a, as a nightcap, would you call it? Yeah. That would okay. be like when I'm heading home. Right. Or uh, 
what's what's the one that's eight point zero? The Rat King? Are yeah. you talking about the Imperial Stout? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Yeah, maybe but, one of these. But at a party. Wow, it's. That, so before you get up on the tables, what are you drinking? He, he's a latte man. He is a latte man. Okay, I beg to differ. I, uh, well, let's go. Okay. The first beer I ever had was Olympia, which was made by Coors. Correct. Okay. I, I recall. Main course. Uh, not because I'm as old as Ted, but because <laughs> I had parents mm-hmm. that were about his age. <laughs> and that's uh, be- because back then you, you could buy Olympia in Indiana, but you could not buy Coors. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, Distribution rights uh-huh. or something and crazy. I remember my, I had a brother that's 10 years older than me, and he would go to Colorado a couple years ago and buy a bunch of Coors and bring it back for all these buddies. Okay. The banquet beer? Mm-hmm. The banquet beer. And that's a proper beer, you guys. That it's, really is a good Pilsner. Mm-hmm. It is. And it's, you know, now they come, they're still in some of them little 12 ounce bottles, the little round ones. And What did they call those little bottles? That, I mean, they were like, were they shorties? Were they? Yeah, that's, well, that's because I can go back and I can remember Little King's Cream Ale. Okay, so that is not something I've ever had. And I do recall somebody telling me recently that there is a bar in Muncie, Indiana called Savages. Really? That still serves Little King's. So you can go... Savages. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, Savages is a a place somebody told me that you can get like a uh, grilled cheese extravaganza sandwich mm-hmm. with some little kings for very low dough. Hmm. And that's always a good thing. Um, I, I, they're called stubby bottles. Stubbies. Yep. Stubbies. Right. Now, would a, would a stubby bottle be a... So, like the Mickey's. Yeah. Did you that's ever drink Mickey's? Did yes, you ever drink malt, Mickey's? Yep. That's a malt liquor. That's a malt. See, yep. That's a malt I, liquor. I remember as a kid. I, yes, I have had... I've had Lost memories of Mickey's Big Mouth. And I, I, I take this back. I wasn't a kid. I use the term kid because when I was 21, I was an idiot. So, as we all were. As we all were. So, we would get these Mickey's, and, you know, there'd be two or three of us. And now to think about it, like now I, I could probably drink a 12 pack of Mickey's by myself, but right. two or three of us, yeah, we'd, we'd get a, a case of Mickey's and, and we think it was funny because the little uh, weird factoids that would be under the cap. And I boom. think that was Snapple. <laughs> Snapple also did that, but we we the no, Mickey's, there was a fact there was a factoid on Mickey's. Yeah, the, those uh, little bee we called it uh, the stinger because those bees would sting you and yes. you would, you wouldn't remember <laughs> what you did. Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Surprisingly, you remember that now. Yeah. And that's why I don't drink Mickey's. Right. And that's a malt liquor, kids. Did, yeah. The Colt 45s? Colt 45s, Colt 45s? yeah. That was, you, know, you buy a, a, a 32 ounce of it, you keep it in a brown paper bag, and right. you're cool if you did that. Like a know. wino. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of winos, what was the big thing back in the day? Strawberry that, Hill, Booze, Booze I, Farm, Strawberry Hill. I remember seeing people like chugging Mad Dog 2020. When yeah. You would want to see that purple puke. That's yeah. not a good. That's not a good visual. <laughs> it's not a good look at all. No. But yeah. Yeah. So, Fa- did anybody ever drink Falstaff? Falls. Yep. Falstaffs. Hams. Okay. Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. Hams. Yeah. Hams. I, Hams Rolling for Rock's sure. hard. Stroh's. 
Strohs. Strohs. Yeah, that's that's part of my uh, upbringing. I got lucky, really, uh, growing up on the West Coast because I was weaned early on with the Sierra Nevada <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Brewing Company, which is out of Chico, California, and they yep. actually have a location, I believe it's in uh, South Carolina or North Carolina. Don't quote me on that. Um, but it really did propel me into understanding what style of beer is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, w- we don't live in Germany. Right. You know, we don't live in Belfast. We don't we don't live in Ireland or or Russia or, you know, which are are fantastic purveyors of and they've been making beer for centuries. Uh-huh. And we are lucky enough that we've got, you know, like Gas City Brewery that does take that into into mind when we're crafting beer. Right. Is that we want, you know, the pureness of you know, we're not in the prohibition anymore, mm-hmm. guys. Yep. I mean, yep. there was a time the prohibition happened, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And there were speakeasies and that. Uh, and I think that we, as, we, as we've evolved as humans, I think we understand now that <clears throat> we don't all have to drink to get drunk. Sometimes right. we just drink to, to enjoy mm-hmm. the taste and, 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 and getting together with friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted, there are times that you're going to get to a point when I'm going to say who's driving. Yep. And you have to be conscious of that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a, an Uber fleet uh-huh. to take us home, you nope. guys. So we have, to be, we have to be really conscientious of that. And, and with craft beer, we have to be also conscientious of the ABV. Yes. You know, well, and we have to think about what we're drinking. I mean, uh, when you're looking at a domestic beer, you've got a five, predominantly a 5% uh, per volume mm-hmm. in a beer, um, there are craft beers that are going to be either higher or lower. So when mm-hmm. you are in a, a, a proper brewery, they're going to give you your ABVs. And I'm going to say it, it's like the caloric intake that yep. you are seeing in restaurants now mm-hmm. that will allow you to understand where you're, we have to be, we have to be present when we are drinking and we mm-hmm. are being responsible drinkers. And yeah. that's really, really important. Yeah. And it's, but let, be conscious of what you're doing. Right. If you feel like th- this is something that I've recognized, Ted, <clears throat> I, I know exactly when, if I start to like feel uh, a little disoriented, sideways. I'm done. I'm si- done. Yep. That's yep. done. See, and I'm the same way. I'm done. not, I'm not going to keep going. It's done. Give me a water or a soda and till and so and so is done and then and right. definitely do that. You gotta stay. And hydrated. we have to look out for for the for others too. Mm-mm. I yeah. mean we have to be on we have to be honest with our friends. Like, right. hey, you know, check yourself because yep. mm-hmm. we are all responsible for one another. Yep. Yeah. And that and that's true. And that's and that's being a real friend. Yeah. yeah. That's being a real friend. That's being a real friend. It's being did, a real did friend. You, did you see that meme that's going around now that Ted, what's a meme? Uh, the little. I thought he was gonna say picture, Mimi. Picture, Have you ever seen a Mimi? That that'd be somebody's grandma. I thought that was the actress on the uh, Drew Carey show. Uh, the redhead lady. <laughs> the redhead lady. That wasn't her name, Mimi. I think so. You know what? I enjoy a good Moo Moo. They need wait, to bring that wait, back. Did you say Moo Moo? Are we talking house dresses now? <laughs> yeah. There's nothing like seeing a a woman in a Moo. 
A voluptuous woman in a moo-moo. <laughs> and, and slippers with curlers on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Who doesn't miss curlers? Because, you know, all of our parents came and picked us up from school yeah. in curlers and Their bathrobe. Yeah. 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 Or, or, or shower cap. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just to embarrass all of us. Uh-huh. So you kids have it so easy. Yes, they do. Uh, the smell. When I was little, if I was sick for school that day, I had to go with my grandmother to the beauty shop. It smells like the perm. beauty operator. It, smells it, like perm. It, it would smell like Aquanet <laughs> and, and Virginia Slims. Yeah. Proper. And they should never have been smoking around Aquanet. <laughs> Could you imagine? Dude. Jeez Louise. <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. this is like and, the... And you, and you forget the perforating smell of perm solution. Oh my gosh. Yes. Do you remember perms? Oh yes. The perm that solution the is a is a real smell. I'm pretty That's certain nasty. the hole in the ozone was from the aerosol can Aquanet. I love the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Hey man, you got anything else for Vince? We've been keeping him for a minute. We appreciate you taking well, this your Sunday. Yeah. I was a little I was a little nervous that, Coming into this, but Ted and I have talked about this. Conrad and I have talked about this. And, you know, this is the thing. You guys, we, we're we all here to experience life, and we're here to experience the effect of what we have on each other. Mm-hmm. And that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. That's a really great, mm-hmm. awesome thing. And I'm very grateful and humbled and appreciative of this time that I've spent with you guys. Hey, and we appreciate you. you and, and we appreciate the job you do uptown. I mean, you are. Cheers, guys. You're the best. That's, uh, but no, I was talking yep. about this, that thing I saw posted. Let me bring that up real quick because it was like, this guy said, I'm one of them guys that I will talk trash to my buddy. I'll make fun of him. I'll laugh at him. But I've also got his back. That's part of being a buddy. That's You're right. Spo- yeah. That's You're right. supposed to. I'll forever be known as Rumble Strips. Yes. <laughs> There's got to be backstory. No, there. we're not going to tell that on here. <laughs> we're not going to tell that on here. We'll talk about it after that's later. That's R rated. <laughs> and I guess we're going into a station identification <laughs> moment. I haven't heard that since the 70s or 80s. <laughs> Please hear a word from our sponsor. <laughs> But thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate, appreciate you coming kids. on. I thank you. And we always want to thank our audience. Each one of you. Yeah. Uh, until next time, have a good week. Yep. This is Garage Talk. This is Garage Talk. Over and out. It's sponsorship shout-out time, Ted. As always, we want to thank Rookies, Inc. For all your apparel needs, www.rookiesinc.com or call Steve Horn at 765-536-2726. Quick turnaround, quality products. He's got a shop uptown Gas City now. Oh, yeah, in beautiful downtown GC. Jennifer Swanner at Nicholson 2.0 Residential and Commercial Properties. She's a realtor for you, Teddy. Yes, she is. She's been one a few times for me. (laughs) 765-661-4821. Mama Pearson Soporium. 
Go get your smell good on, man. That's the place to go, I'm telling you. I know. Good people. And for all of your quality fencing and decking needs, call Backyard Builder, more specifically, Eric Skeens at 765-667-5974. You want the best? Call the best. That's right. They got fencing down to a science. Jonesy's Lawn Care, residential and commercial lawn services, now providing golf cart maintenance. Call Jeremy Jones at 765-667-5097. Get the fade or the buzz cut. (laughs) Alt House Auto Body and Towing. If your car won't go and you need a tow, call Scott Watson at 765-348-2414. Or you had a crash and your car looks like trash. Call Scott Watson at 765-499-1534. 